Rolling, rolling. Nice. Test, test, Check. test, test, test. Test, test, test. All right, I'm in. Looking good. You did it on the first try, Eric? Yeah. Wow. Big day. That's pretty good, Big buddy. Little guy. Uh, only, you are. Only took two podcasts and yeah. at least <laughs> wow. that many years. However many yeah, years old I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, welcome. This is the cast of Sorry Honey, I Have to Take This. This is a chance for us to sit back and chat as much as we want to or need to about the Delta Green operation we just took the agents through. Who's your favorite player, Chris? We don't really... Uh, favorite player, favorite player. I, I guess that'd be John Shields, my secret shadow member here who I've invited to this, this particular round table. Does that disappoint you, Michael, that it's not you? Immensely. Yeah, yeah. There's a deep but pain. Like the love of a parent, souls. I will strive for more. <laughs> I knew the, I knew the that's, answer already. That's why he does it. It's the only way that he'll get any respect, really. Or hard, weirdly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no formal agenda or anything. Maybe like an ask me anything hybridized with what I assume is going to be an airing of grievances, which is traditional, <laughs> uh, I, I think, for, for tabletop groups. I assume everybody has ample listings of, of you know what they feel may have been unfairly inflicted upon them during the course of, of Operation Crown Jubilee. As I, as I mentioned, I've invited John Shields here. He has been helping me write a lot of, like, I guess all of the novel material that's going into this cast. He's been helping me take our NPCs through rigorous stress testing offline to ensure a flawless experience <laughs> for you of Cell R. And so he's here partially to, you know, answer questions about this particular scenario because it really did start from his brainchild, but also here so that you have a chance to apologize directly to him for murdering his favorite creation, Jeff Jenkins, <laughs> in absolutely horrific cold blood. Well, John, so that's please. on you. Well, I don't know. If yeah, well, I, w I was going to say the process for writing is much more I come up with a goofy ass character that I love, and then Chris <laughs> shoehorns him into a long narrative that then I help him polish off. And then you kill him, and that's it's <laughs> fine. It's fine, I guess. Hey, man, you he, know he was he was kind of like it was a pretty freaky situation. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay though, because he lives rent free in my brain for the rest of my life now. There so, you go. You know. And if there's any indication from what transpired during our operation, he lives rent free in in Relic Spring too. Or at least in my radio, one of the two. Well, then. Welcome, brother. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, John, was the aluminum foil suit, which you probably knew we were going to end up wearing, mm -hmm. was that your idea? I, I genuinely don't remember if that was my idea or not. <laughs> I think I think that was a shared brainstorm. Gotcha. I, I think it, it, it was definitely shared. I we, felt like we... it had the flavor of something John Shields would come up with. <laughs> I think that was one of those like, what? How do? What is the solution to this? And then sort of a riff back and forth uh, through Discord until we decided that he's a weird conspiracy nut. So this is the funniest thing we could do. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Love that. Well, it worked and out. And gotta nice. say, y'all y'all are overachievers. I mean, all that was necessary was the tinfoil hat, but y'all uh, <laughs> took it up. We didn't know how much, how much we'd need, so we went all out. You know. 
I, I was good. not gonna risk killing off my character going into that thing unprepared. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's very smart. Yeah, yeah, and you know it it allowed for a lot of crinkle turns, crinkle nods. Yep. Um, so I appreciated crinkle that nice. for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't have a lot of grievances about that. It mostly was it came down to bad rolls on our part, and that was our biggest uh, stymieing. Um, situation was like every time there was an important role we completely biffed it <laughs> so untrue sir I just edited the like critical success string coming out of Agent Relic's role well, machine well that was that the final fight turned out nearly, pretty cool nearly yeah. murdered my invincible monster <laughs> unbelievable that, that final fight did turn out pretty awesome but up to that point it was a shit show. It felt like a shit show, at least. Yeah, some bad rolls. Yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys struggled at wild out there stuff, huh? We struggled every step of the way. Every um, step of the way. Chris was like, "Hey, I need you to roll this," and we'd be like, "Well, we all failed that." So he's like, "Okay." Well, you find nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relic's like, Ooh. "I need to walk down the street. Roll that fail legs break." That's kind of how it <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it was. It was a yeah. tough time for us basically had to go off on hunches uh, with little to no information uh, <laughs> which is usually the case with well, Delta Green yeah you get yeah <laughs> I was about to say I mean you got more information than most uh, yeah. cells get going in yeah. Snedeker really was uh, sure. he did give you some good shit yeah. I, I think if I didn't write everything down compulsively word for word, though. We would have been... Yeah, the yeah, amount actually, of note-taking was note a little was over glorious. the top, Chris. Just, just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> These, uh... If, 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 you're, if you're taking notes or accepting uh, notes, one might be that we'd be a little bit more thorough in our pre-episode feedback <laughs> of... Remember when you're like, what did, so what did you guys do last time? I feel like you're sitting there being like, well, they didn't say this, this, and this. This is going to be a tough round. They're screwed now. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that's sort of, that's, that, yeah. Well, it, it does actually help me uh, I don't, prepare. I wouldn't you know, mind a, hey, a little bit. do you remember what this was? And then we can say, <laughs> no. And then you can say, well, it's this, and it matters now. Like fire and powder, for example. <laughs> That it, it is it is tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have well, we you know don't play, you know for forty hours, without a break. It, you know there are things we forget when we skip. Shoot, a week if or we so, played for forty but, hours without big a break, shout out. I forget everything. <laughs> big big shout out to Amber for taking the copious notes. It is, it yeah, saved our asses. <laughs> like my notes, I kid you not. It, it sounds like the ramblings of a crazy person. I've never yeah, been beautiful. a good note taker, so the, I get like snippets of things and then one green. word. That's the What's best that? part of Delta Green is when your <laughs> notes start to look like you're a crazy uh, cultist yourself, you yeah. know? It's all in the margins My and notes stuff. also look like the rambling of a crazy person. They're just slightly <laughs> more cohesive. <laughs> yeah. And enough for y'all to, to, to not die in, in this particular scenario. So kudos. Kudos to those note-taking skills. Well, I, you know, sorry. I, I, I didn't design it for you guys to have to... You know, write every single word down. I mean, you did have a special secret radio friend you could ask questions at any time at one point. <laughs> that was where that was I got nice. the clues we needed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there should always be that. <laughs> so there, there were uh, two things I was curious about. One was 
what's up with the five-legged cat? And the did that get did that mm. get explained? I think that was a red herring for us. Was that just a red herring? Mm-mm. Oh, hey, no. No. Hey, kiddo. You're supposed to be in bed. Uh, I'm gonna go put her back in bed where she belongs. I'll be right back. Sure, <laughs> sure. Well, we can talk a little bit about the phenomenon and in what it was. It's 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 one of John and I's favorite from the 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 way that the Delta Green writers have been kind of taking monster of the week type creatures that were thought of in you know the late '80s, and then they implement them in a really powerful and eerie and much more nuanced way in, in this particular phenomenon it is loiger yeah john, john do you want to talk more sure about yeah. i think we yeah so, go ahead uh, loiger in the delta green universe is a um energy being kind of that can manifest in the form of of weird reptile creatures which i think you may remember but what it does is creates a field of sort of emotional despair and anger that slowly infects the brains of the people around it as it attempts to bring it bring them into alignment with itself to gain more power so the phenomenon happening here is one of the stones in the town was placed there by uh, or that was defeated by one of the old religious settlers has been reactivated by Jeff Jenkins's futzing around with all of this Cthulhu stuff that he's found. Um, so they're unrelated, but also related through the unnatural. Right. Does that nice. sound about yeah. right, Chris? Yeah, in in Loiker's a real weird jerk. Yeah, they're all because <laughs> it yeah it it can it can do all sorts of funky things. So not only does it encourage strife preferably in large populations like maybe a fledgling pioneer community in rural ohio in the in the early 1800s but also hypothetically hypothetically but also it it can do some physical things too and because of the way it resonates with our reality it tends to encourage massive and crazy cancerous growths Mm -hmm multitudinous growths even sinkholes um yep yep (laughs) and so you've got just this wider range uh, sorry wider range of things happening that are just utterly bonkers that don't seem to make any sense so you've got people yelling at each other who used to be best friends maybe for decades but then across the street you have a child who has two spines suddenly so was that Um, our our flower shop guy was kind of a representation of that it seems Yes. yes exactly and there's there's quite a few others in town uh, to kind of stumble upon, um, as well as like bizarre anomalies that seem to span time and space. And so the longer you spend in town, in the town center, the more nutso things get. And we had quite a, a good long list of phenomenon to to really pique your interest. But Cell R left the town very quickly mm-hmm. before they could really enjoy the, yeah, the cornucopia of, of uh, situations we had designed. My favorite uh, way to describe the mental aspects of the Ligor is, has anybody ever seen Do the Right Thing by Spike Lee? Okay. Nope. You should. It's a great Liger story, except that really it's, it's obviously it's about race. <laughs> There's a heat wave happening, and, a, and then it becomes a, a racial riot, and then finally the rain comes and washes Spoilers, everybody away. Spoilers, John! Everybody gets better. 
It's huge spoilers, but that is the effect a Ligor would have on a community, especially if it already had simmering um, resentments in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in in our little narrative, it's it's uh, a, a religious schism in the um, in colonial times, our Western expansion times. Right. Um, that the Ligor takes advantage of to cause a split in the community to create that sort of discord and hatred. Awesome. And the really interesting thing is that it was going bonkers, it, it, going ham back in the day. Like, yeah. it was it was sending those settlers into a real despairing reverie, just enjoying the sweet, sweet uh, sadness pouring out of them and the strife that it was causing. But... Uh, and this really did happen in Mechanicsburg. The Methodist Church split in half. There was a massive schism that no one can really put their finger on exactly why it happened. And it was only 100 years later that it united again. That's all true. Yeah, but it was Loiger, 100%. And Mordecai Kemp, at this time, who was leading one of the factions, Methodist factions, he knew this was something from uh, the Nether Hells, right? He, he knew this was a hellish demon. And he had been reading a lot of cool books that uh, his family brought over from Europe. And these books really talked about this this particular phenomenon. And so he decided to read a few passages, which he had convinced himself were holy or divine, or at least God had given them to him to be used uh, to help the community. And he ended up calling down uh, some sort of Borealis or Aurora from the sky, which destroyed a stone that was being guarded by the opposing faction in the middle of the village and uh drove the demon spirit away forever unfortunately it wasn't forever everything just got buried and see this is how you make chris happy when you write these stories Mm -hmm. is you make the most badass character one that you guys are unlikely to ever even hear about (laughs) just way the past you can go nuts there you go but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the whole background there. Jeff Jenkins, dabbler of the occult, accidentally woke up a, an old, ancient, sleeping, and injured Loiger. Well, you know, we've we've all been there. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay, how how exactly did Jeff awaken it? Like, what was it part of his ritual that failed, or was it no, no, it wouldn't be that because. He would not be alive. Jeff, Jeff didn't even, d- d- Jeff didn't even have any concept of what he was doing. At yeah, all. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Like he, nobody does he, who starts reading those books. <laughs> yeah. His his part of the character is literally just by virtue of being a, a collector of weird out there stuff, came into possession of something. Are several artifacts that were actual uh, mythos artifacts, but unrelated to any like. You know, not from one specific even mythos faction, just several different things. And then, like, a monkey with rocks just started hitting them together and accidentally throwing off sparks that started a fire somewhere off in the distance, you know? Beautiful. He's he's throwing a cigarette butt out of a car window, and the fire is related to him, but not (laughs) something he's aware of happening, you know? Absolutely. I I, I feel like that's what should happen in any common person encountering a mythos object it should awaken something somewhere (laughs) oh yeah he totally screwed up he he um ended up jettisoning something into his own mind from across the screaming cosmos and 
it almost died. It's, the only way it could sustain itself was by devouring what is Jeff Jenkins and inhabiting his body. And that is what you ended up speaking to. Yeah, that, this is the part where Chris absolves all of you guys for killing him. Because he was, he was kind of already dead. As, a, as as Jeff Jenkins. I mean, he had a he yeah. had a knife in his in his chest. If I remember, in his tongue. That's how we yeah. found the guy. <laughs> in yeah. Just in the wrong spot. I mean, did Just I kill the, the guy spot. or did Is I really there a just right spot to have a knife in you? Relieve his suffering. I don't. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What you did no, was he, you he seemed you killed the stout. host, <laughs> and the uh, the spirit could no longer linger. Mm-hmm. It all worked out. Yeah, did it, Derek? <laughs> did it work yeah, out? Everything is fine, and no one got hurt. Well, there was somebody in, in chat pointed out that I think <laughs> Amber, maybe it was you that we, we we fucked up because the preacher is still alive, and so the memory mm-hmm. is still there. Yeah, the, so there was there was a line in the clues about destroying the memory before it'll return, mm-hmm. and I realized that like Thursday morning. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't say much about that line, unfortunately, because that may come back to haunt the team. Yeah, so, great. have to leave that one as a as a cliffhanger for for y'all to stew over. Late, uh, you gotta leave those nights. fish hooks at eye level, you know. That's correct. <laughs> I mean, at least we know how to kill it next time. I, I guess you just gotta keep those notes around. Hopefully, you know? maybe somebody in their off time can head back up to Mechanics Bird and, and you know, take care of that little take care of that loose, loose end. end. Yeah. <laughs> Or is Not it, it? Well, how many loosens would it be? It'd be everybody that was in that, in that chapel, right? I mean, you know, if, mm-hmm. if we're gonna play him it proper, wife to be the safe. whole town's got to go. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> this is, I got it. Not I, how you play Delta it Green. It was y'all. a gas leak. All right, I do, all right. I do miss Delta <laughs> Green player discussions. <laughs> how do we stop all these people from remembering this? Oh, I know. We'll just burn it to the ground. Yeah. 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 People don't remember when they have bullets in their heads. <laughs> <laughs> I used to always write these scenarios to punish the players each time they inevitably landed on the solution of burn it all down. But now I've just accepted it. It's always going to happen. And I'm just going to make it the least attractive version in some way. Despite the fact, again, that it will inevitably be, be the solution that they land on. To be fair, we didn't burn everything down, just the catacombs. <laughs> and wild out their stuff. Well, that kind of had to happen. Um, <laughs> Did it, though? Yeah, after John murdered we him. Much uh, too. <laughs> Again, relieved his suffering. Right. All right. Right, right, right. Relieved his suffering. I mean, that uh, prompt did to... say clean up after yourselves, so. Yeah. We had to remove the stain of wild out their stuff on mines of Ohio passersby. We never really... We didn't really cause any other problems, you know. We never, other than well, that's other than well, two. for you to the, know. So th- there is, there's definitely that's definitely up for debate. Um, <laughs> there were there were lots like so so Amber as Royzen, you took a bunch of pictures of a lot of uh, interesting artifacts that were definitely mythos and unnaturally related. And I don't know how fire really interacts with a couple of those, so there's definitely some issues that uh, may need to be resolved by either Cell R or another hapless team. I- I'm I'm sure we'll get a call if we blew anything else up on accident, <laughs> or you end up in Alaska on a very very difficult uh, assignment. 
don't threaten that two weeks before or two months before I go to Alaska. <laughs> oh shit. I didn't know you were okay. Well, I know what, what game we're running next. But yeah, that's uh I guess that's all you burnt down. It's just two of the main places in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and we never ran into that sheriff again. That was I figured we'd be spending more time with that with that well, guy. Yeah. That was up I'm to y'all. to not running into him. <laughs> he was just being such a dick. Well, you know, Mevlin. This is his town, and uh, <laughs> we're we're the outsiders. So you weren't the one who died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we out, outranked that guy. He, uh, well, whatever. You know, sometimes the small town sheriffs they have a, they have a job That's to right. do, and it's mostly bugging everybody else. And going bear bear hunting. <laughs> There's only room for one swinging dick in this town. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, goodness. So does Relic still think that it was a bear? Relic? Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah. After after that whole encounter, there's no question. <laughs> Got it. Shove, I think he shoved his arm Got down it. the throat of the thing I with his shotgun. I like I'm 100% yeah. confirmed that's a bear. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how my sanity rolls played out, so maybe, maybe not... You tell me. <laughs> uh, pretty good, actually. Relic, Relic uh, almost passed everything, and when he did lose, looks like he only lost one. So he really minimized his sanity loss, which is surprising. You, you don't have much sanity. If I, I figured he was good. I've, I mean, this is not the first time I've tried to take this character out of the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's so true. I'm surprised he made it, yeah. I mean, at the end there, I guess he's now down, down an arm, so he's probably not... Yeah, yeah, that that arm is is not gonna work. So, he's he's going to be considered retired. I was uh, gonna retire him duty. right there in the hospital. <laughs> I noticed. I you, everybody's like, oh, he's so funny, joking, and and I knew Eric wasn't joking. <laughs> he's gonna be maybe going to handler status now into the uh, the office. Uh, maybe he might get a new he might get a new job he might get a new job um maybe he'll show up in the future we'll see but i got I, we'll see. I mean i guess i have to make a new character now for the next the next round yeah we will need a new field agent from you so i, I look forward to uh what you come up with obviously obviously i'm here to to guide you if you need it look if we don't lose at least one player or, or one character um per arc then i think we're doing it wrong yeah then it's too easy yeah. right then i'm i'm screwing up actually i'm doing it wrong Ooh, maybe I'll... I just make it a point of having backup characters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. I never get too that's attached. professionalism. <laughs> I think I told that to Chris the day after. I was like, all right, well, now I know not to, to give up my attachments to Agent Ryan and just go wild. I think I think Agent Ryan came out of that... Looking like a Bond villain? With... Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, he's got a wicked scar, like going down the corner of his, uh, you know, from his mouth to, I guess, his neck now. And I'm gonna legitimately start quoting the Joker his... in, in these episodes. Though. <laughs> I'm gonna go find, and I'm not even gonna say when it's happening. I'm gonna look, look up his his best hits from the movie, and then I'll just drop them randomly. You know. Please do. It'll be fun. Please do. Yeah, he's got some sweet shark teeth too. So. Better to eat you him. with. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He's got. He's gonna do some back alley dentistry. He's got shark exactly. teeth now, doesn't he? That's. For now. For now. More like just us. So, so John, he ended up getting injured there, and in in Loiger fashion, uh-huh. instead of now having one roll of molars, run one row of molars on the left side of his 
you know, mouth. Now he has two, uh, kind of, you know, pointed into diagonal directions away from the bottom of his hard palate. So that's looking well, good. That sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't, he didn't uh, take the news well when, <laughs> when I, I let him know what was going on. But uh, yeah, he's got that now. And for now, have we had to decide how that gets explained at home yet? <laughs> no, we get to do the home scene uh, when we next convene. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to how, uh, how Ryan resolves that one way. I'll the tell other. you one thing, John. She loves him. He loves him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, my character is fully un, uh, unattached, so <laughs> it does make it a little bit easier. I mean, it's fine if he loves them. We'll just have to figure out some way to uh, to use them in the future as a as a yeah. some kind of weakness or punishment. <laughs> they can't be a boon. We can't all be tied up, and with those gnarly teeth, he he tears our bindings loose. If only we had some the thing is double it... row of teeth. <laughs> if, if only, if only, if only one of us. <laughs> Now's my moment. Starts nine. <laughs> Starts nine, but really, I mean, the lawyer doesn't do a very good job with these things. They just start bleeding and falling out, and he's screaming, and it's just a mess. And you guys all end up at the bar later, drinking whiskey and trying to forget. Yeah, these aren't these aren't naturally evolved teeth, right? Right. This is a problem. This is not a. <laughs> they're like they're they're like those weird extra teeth that people who think they're vampires. Yeah, exactly. Out. Yes. It's kind of like wearing the wax teeth, you know, when you were a kid. They, they don't really right. fit right. <laughs> they feel clunky. I just hope nothing else weird happened along the rest of the wound that he received. <laughs> they're definitely... It did go uh, a lot of places. There definitely wasn't a Discord message about that. And I definitely yeah, haven't been thinking about wasn't. it for the past week. Yeah, for sure. How many windpipes can oh. you sing out of now? <laughs> The same number. You can four. finally do some of the more advanced spells and monsters in their kind. So, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, y'all found a lot of interesting artifacts that I I'm not sure. I'm Was not there sure anything to find uh, at at the uh, hunter's place, or were we just dinking around for nothing? I mean, you found a thread to wild out their stuff. Yeah, we did do that. Which but I mean, like, was quickly there... ramped up the the unnatural quotient of your of your investigation. Yep. Okay. We also we failed enough. our rolls. When we were there, I believe that was another. That's yeah. very yeah. true. It's like, we'd like to search this place. Yes. Critical failure. We find <laughs> the ceiling, and here's the floor. Yep. There's a door over. Th you found. Some? I think one of us succeeded. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that was it. And it definitely wasn't me. Yeah, y'all spent a really long time in there and worried Judith, and she had to come in and check on y'all. I remember that now. Yeah, that didn't go well. Yeah, those those were the bad old days of poor rolling. But y'all are done with that now. The rest of our games going forward, good Nothing rolls. Good That's rolls. the is that the is that the Chris Hamjay promise or is that uh... no? I'm asking you. I'm, oh, I'm, you're asking. I'm asking. Be actually, begging <laughs> you to please perform better. Only critical success is allowed. Well, I, I will <laughs> say, say uh, thank you for giving Relic a, a uh, you know I feel like a pretty good way to go. Uh, there at the you end. Gave him oh, that. I was gonna, I was you gonna bite his head off in that turn when he <laughs> rolled that freaking critical failure. I cannot believe that happened. That was gonna be, it was raring up. It was like doing the whole Jurassic Park, you oh, know, man. fan dinosaur thing. It was ready to go. I was ready. I was like, this <laughs> but, is it. Um, and, then, and then it basically <laughs> slipped on its own hands, I guess. 
Yes. It's got too many weird <laughs> I, appendages. Uh, it doesn't quite just... know how to use them all, so sometimes it just, you know. <laughs> and then the shotgun down its, yeah. into its mouth. That was a, yeah. It's not the ending I thought he was going to get, yeah. but I was very happy with. But again, I mean, he, the, I finally nailed some rolls, so it worked out. It was spectacular. It was good. So now he's just under threat of being smothered by one of his fellow yeah. agents. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Chris, did you have any nervous Nelly moments? Did I have nervous Nelly moments? Any? Nervous Nelly moments. I don't know if they were nervous. I did have to do something about getting y'all some clues when Jeff was murdered cruelly. <laughs> because he he was <laughs> shot cruelly? so quickly before he could really he could really give you guys some direction had a knife uh, to any of the next scenes. Yeah, but Chris, so. whose whose fault is that, Chris? Whose fault is that? I don't know. I don't know. Our agents. He was about to tell you all the secrets, Michael. But you ran out of the room. Our agents were in danger. He wasn't that forthcoming. (laughs) He's he's bad with English. There was there was this giant field of floating stuff in the middle of the room. Yeah. Three purple orbs that we had no idea what they were. Problems. And this guy that should have been dead and was still talking. Amber, that's the kind of sympathy that'll get you killed. If he had yeah, shot him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you shoot that guy. <laughs> that's the guy you shoot. <laughs> yeah, but he's like telling you all these cool secrets of life and how reality is really formed and like giving. Chris, you all maybe these, like, this cool is a ideas. moment for for you to learn. Don't don't give us unhelpful NPCs or we're gonna shoot them. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be an ever-changing definition, though, and I'm always going to get blamed. It's always good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we shit, will guys, he caught decide on. When they're being unhelpful. Chris, is, is this what it was like every time I killed one of your NPCs? This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel it? Yeah. Do you feel that, that a little bit, bit of your heart's dying, isn't it? That's it. That's how, it, that's why I'm so, you know, emotionless and, and soulless. Empathy is the worst. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he hung around for a little bit longer via, you know, the radio, so we still... We got a little bit of yeah, yeah. I, just I, a, I had just to a little bit that. longer for sure definitely <laughs> not yeah, definitely not forever <laughs> he didn't specifically mention forever did he john i can't uh no, i think actually he did <laughs> he's watching <laughs> watching me forever yeah that's right so uh oh yeah relax got yeah. a new radio buddy maybe his uh time out in the desert won't be so lonely mm. anymore mm-hmm. i don't know if he's just in the radio buddy we'll see it's exactly it like in that movie Frequency. I'm sorry, I, I do <laughs> movies a lot. Apologies. How dare you? How dare you quote a movie? Oh, <laughs> so, so, so just to understand, you didn't shoot the unhelpful Sheriff Mevlin, who was derogatory and derisive to your faces, but you shot the kind of sad, effete-voiced man who was already mortally wounded and was a good... 20 paces away from you and trying to help i feel like amber explained this pretty clearly she was he was uh (laughs) and also i think and to be fair i think in that that moment wasn't one or two of the agents stuck in that field and like passing out and and near to death royson was not doing well that is correct yeah yeah yeah. i think i think you specifically had a critical failure and thought that he was yelling out magical number strings that were killing royson that's correct yeah yeah, one more turn and I would have been dead. <laughs> that's right. true. Not pretty. Actually, it's it's a little bit worse than that, but um, <laughs> but yeah, you're, that's close. <laughs> so, Great. There's going to be permanent repercussions. There are always <laughs> are. time. Also, to be fair, I wanted to shoot the sheriff, but he was surrounded by cops. Yeah. But did you want to shoot the tough. deputy? Yeah. 
There you go. Well done, Eric. <laughs> you, you may have missed. There it was. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, the, yeah, the sheriff and the sheriff just was being a yeah. He was just being a, a dick. He was. He wasn't like you know. Again, didn't have weird floating orbs around him and and uh, a knife in his chest already. That was weird. Look, when you're used to being top dog, you don't like it when some bigger dog comes around mm-hmm. sniffing through your shit. I also felt like I was getting the whole patronizing, be a good girl and go do the paperwork. <laughs> I think that I think you specifically got that, not just felt it. He was uh, very explicit. Yeah, he, um, he's gross. Not not the nicest gentleman, <laughs> uh, but then again, you're not going to find necessarily helpful local law enforcement everywhere you go. You might find some helpful ones, but not this time around. That's for sure. So what are we doing next? Sometimes you don't even want to talk to these guys uh what are we doing next so yeah i think next up is home scene which i'll um as we get closer i'll I'll prompt y'all a little bit more about what that's gonna look like but you know we kind of talked about maybe some of uh ryan's what that might be but these are short vignettes these are at the most you know three to five minutes you'll get to choose some way that you want to either improve or continue your agent's story during that uh time away from from field operations and, and then we'll jump into the next op. Hmm, I'm getting a good idea. Yeah, good. Yeah, I, I, won't, I won't prompt y'all at all for that. So, well, I mean, I'll, I'll give you all some ideas about what we're gonna do, but um, I, I'd love for y'all to think about what, what happens to your character. And then, uh, then yeah, we'll see, we'll see what the next one is. I, I think uh, John and I have been working on another one that is uh, actually Dariush's, uh, one of his, his originals. So we, we've uh, updated it a bit. I think that's going to be where we where we go next. Yeah, he he in a chat the other day, he was like, "Are y'all playing this operation?" I forget what he called it, but I'm guessing that's that was his that he's referring to. Yeah, yeah. Does it does it have a goofy goofy it did, name? Yeah, it's like strawberry something or I don't yeah. Know, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a different one, but but yeah, that I don't know what that one is. So, will we be releasing uh, this arc as a supplemental? Is that something listeners can look forward to? Oh, oh, you mean the, the underlying materials? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if, if, if anybody wants to, to grab the manuscript, we'll make that available to, to any, any listeners who, who ask, for sure. Heck, I'd love it just to run for my players. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. You get first dibs any, <laughs> any time. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, share that. I'll share that with you. Well, cool, y'all. Well, why don't we, uh, why don't we put, a, put a bow on it there? Unless y'all have any other final, final questions before we break. Awesome. Well, thank you for having Sweet. me, guys. Thank you for developing a uh, spicy one. An east, an easily murdered <laughs> ca- uh, NPC. Exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> the weakest NPC possible. That's that's what you can rely on. One that on was already on death's door. Just like, bang, he's dead. You could move on. That's what, in Delta Green, we call that a, a easy peasy one two three Z's. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's right out of the rule yep. book. Yep. Uh, that's the lingo. That's John Tyne's original. Yeah. Yep. Alphonse coined that one. So. <laughs> you can thank him right. for we that. Can, we, can, <laughs> we can stop rolling. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got a royal. Good to see you guys. Good to see everybody. Good night.